It's August 1st, 2017. I'm Ryan Cortez. This is Full Screen Ahead. Full Screen Ahead is a show about Apple-related technology and how it affects everyday people going forward. This is a good start to the month. We're probably going to have tons of rumors coming in for a possible September event from Apple. We've got more rumors from Twitter. Yesterday, I talked about a Twitter user, Stephen Trotton-Smith, an iOS developer, and he was exploring the firmware of the HomePod. In that, he found some details about the iPhone Pro or iPhone 8, a second phone that Apple will be releasing this year beyond just a 7S-style phone. Yesterday, I had talked about how the entire display is to the edge of the phone, except for the speaker and proximity sensor at the top. There's a tiny notch. It appears that that area at the top will be used for more interaction. The status bar will include different buttons. I imagine that it'll be more button-like than the uh, app back button that currently is uh, on the left side. It replaces the carrier symbol whenever you switch to a different app. Currently that button feels like a bit of a hack because it's so tiny. Another part that's interesting is at the bottom of the screen there's rumors that beyond just a icon for a home button, there will be interactive buttons on the left and the right of the uh, the home button or where there should be a home button. This report also added evidence that there will be no Touch ID. I'm going to place a bet that there still will be. I don't see how face detection is going to replace all of the functions of Touch ID. And I don't see Apple sacrificing that functionality, especially since they're pushing Apple Pay in a larger extent recently. But we'll see. If I'm wrong, call me out. Feel free to call in and make fun of me, you know? (laughs) Hi, Ryan. It's Harry and Max here from Before the Bell. Hey, I just had a question for you. Soon as your work is Apple-based, I was wondering, have you updated to the iOS 11 beta version? And I was just wondering your thoughts on iOS 11. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Bye. Hey Before the Bell, thanks for calling in. I did install iOS 11 on my personal iPad. I also have some devices at work. At work we're trying to get ready for that transition so that just to make our lives a little bit easier. But on the user side, I'm excited because Control Center can be uh, customized. That's something that is very easy to get into from any app. You just swipe up from the bottom and you have many different controls. If uh, you can imagine, uh, being involved with more Apple blogging, I have a lot of apps on my phone, so being able to uh, drag multiple icons across the home screen on an iPhone is magic. Being a design nerd, I really enjoy that the notification center, when you drag from the top, is now the lock screen to where they're both kind of the same. They all uh, speak the same language and there's kind of a better uh, hierarchy inside of the OS. Whenever iOS 7 came out, Apple came out with a new version of the HIG, the uh, Human Interface Guidelines, and it talked about having layers and hierarchy, but you didn't really have that in iOS 7 with having a lock screen and notification center, uh, even though they looked very similar. So then them being combined makes a lot of sense. I think one of the coolest features that are going to blow people's minds is that you can connect to a Wi-Fi network via QR code now, so you can just point your phone at a router with a QR code on it and it will type in the password for you. You can also share a password with someone um, for your Wi-Fi network whenever they come to your house as like a guest. I could go on and on, but these are just some of the features that I'm excited about. Thanks for calling in.
wanted to share a small story. Apple's uh, updated the Test Flight app, which is a app that allows developers to help share their beta versions or pre-release versions of their app. The update allows for 10,000 users inside of your testing rather than 2,000. So you'll probably see a lot more third-party apps ask you to be part of their beta. There's really not much of a downside in doing it if you're okay with maybe minor frustrations in you know a pre-release version of software. Also keep in mind that maybe in rare cases that your personal data that's like locally stored inside of that app may be lost. So if you could back that up in some way, then that would make that transition a little bit easier. I know that at my work, we are very excited. We heavily use a test flight for our testing. We make an app that works with third-party drone hardware, and sometimes we don't own that drone hardware, so we rely on our users to make sure that the uh, product is working correctly. But anyway, I hope you join a few betas and see some of the uh, pre-release versions of the apps you'd love. That's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to comment on the bottom left or add a call-in. You noticed I played Before the Bell this week. I don't play a lot of call-ins that I get because they tend to be longer. If you have a, a quick call-in, then uh, feel free to add that and I'll play it on the air. I'll talk to you guys and gals tomorrow. I hope you have a great start to your August.